Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, Guardians, and welcome to the Destiny Show podcast. Tonight, we're live with another amazing guest on the show. He is a content creator on Twitch and member of the Masanko clan. He is a Destiny Sherpa, and he is also a pretty big Call of Duty and Nintendo fan. He's been playing Destiny since the very beginning, and we are so, so excited welcome him on the show tonight Sabe. thank you so so much for joining us tonight thank you for having me well thank you thank you and and we're gonna we're gonna learn more about you we're gonna learn about you as a content creator and what you do in destiny and your journey and your just overall like how life has been last year or two and we're gonna learn about the good we're gonna learn about some bad we're gonna we're gonna learn about you and I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. to get to know you tonight. We're going to talk about some video games. We're going to talk about some Destiny. And of course, Shadow Prices here are feeling much, much better. We're going to talk about some Black Friday deals that are starting to pop up now. So if you've been trying to get some good games to buy for Black Friday or any other cool stuff, we're going to talk about a little bit of that too. So thank you, Guardians, for joining us tonight on the Destiny Show podcast. And first off, my co-host, Shadow Price, how are you doing tonight? Oh, like you said, uh, feeling so much better. Um, it was just this, like, cold that, like, ran me down. Like, not completely, but just, like, just a nuisance cold more than anything, you know? Like, it's, it's already, it doesn't help that it's already cold here where I live in New York. So, I mean, it's just, like, it kind of double-sucked. But feeling a lot better now. Ready to get uh, ready to go tonight. Everything, dude. It's so it's so weird to hear about you know cold weather because being in Florida, I don't have that right now. So like hearing about snow and just like dealing with the stuff that you're dealing with, I it's yeah. so weird. Yep, it's that time of year. Yeah, <laughs> and and save you are in Vegas. Yes, sir. So I'm curious, how's the weather out in Vegas these days? Oh, uh, at least I got some in the colder part of it now because it, it's been in its in its low 60s and 70s most times. So 
Yeah, right. but I know usually in the summers, like this, it's got awful hot. <laughs> but nice. yeah, but yeah, Very but cool. things, yeah, it, it's been okay though. Yeah, it's it's been awesome here in Florida. The weather's been just perfect. We've uh, gotta be perfect this time of year. Like it is, you know, it is. It's yeah. it's great. It's not too hot, not too cold. Today we didn't get too much sun, but it's okay because you know as long as it's not really hot or really cold and never really gets really cold and usually it gets rainy if anything but then if it gets rainy i got video games bro like i have my playstation i have my xbox i have my nintendo got my pc like we have options so you know lots of lots of gaming to be done and then also of course we have hbo and lots of other cool stuff to mm-hmm. do in the world of gaming and of course we do have some gaming news this week we have um of course the facebook event uh, happened last week and oh yeah they changed their name to meta which is interesting because they're now building the metaverse uh which is essentially the virtual world where you can essentially exist and they're building out this whole economy you know and it, it's interesting but facebook i don't know if i trust facebook as a company to uh, be in control of such an ecosystem and I, I don't think any one individual company should have that type of power but just my thought and what else do we have going on in the world of video games? I know today we got something new. We got the collector's edition of uh, a really popular game that will be coming out next year. And uh, it's made by... Elden the, Ring, right? Elden Ring, yep. It's yeah. made by the, the Bandai Namco, which is the company that made Dark Souls. So that's going to be pretty interesting to see what ends up coming with that uh but they did come out with a collector's edition and uh yeah i ended up picking it up because i am a sucker for shiny new things like collector's editions so here we are and oh, yeah. shadow price uh sorry go ahead no i'll just say that special this myself like i every time especially if i love the game aka destiny i will get every <laughs> little edition ever <laughs> all right ever. all right so, so save i gotta know i gotta know did mm-hmm. you buy the collector's edition for the latest expansion in destiny uh no i didn't but i did i did get gifted by a uh fellow community member it was so so cool that he uh gifted it to me and i couldn't be any more thankful Cause I was getting it myself, hands down. Like, like that's just that was just how that go. Like, but it was just like, oh well, cause I gotten like every collector edition before this. Like, <clears throat> cause I didn't care because you know, um, I'm I'm always I guess at least for me, like uh, I'm always having the value in like in the game itself. So you know, can I could always like you know have something to do for myself. So you know, in a way, yes. Like, <clears throat> my money is like always worth. For me, so that's about it. Yeah, 
And that's pretty cool that you were gifted such a such a cool mm-hmm. thing. That's that's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's going to be a really cool collector's edition. And speaking of collector's editions, Shadow Price texted me yesterday, last night, with some something new that came up. Shadow Price, do you want to share what it was that you uh, sent me a text about? The the, the Halo Infinite uh, collector's yeah. edition. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that just popped up out of nowhere last night. <laughs> yeah, so right? there is a Halo Infinite collector's edition and it has a lamp of a uh i guess a replica sword pretty cool pretty cool i think that it's it's a pretty cool little collector's edition i don't it's like 200 bucks though right yeah it's uh what was it yeah almost 200 i think or was it one was it 169 um yeah it was like 189 or something like that or yeah it was over 200 dollars. but as i was checking out i i could not get one um it sold out during checkout for me shadow price was lucky to pick one up but i mean in hindsight like that's a lot of money on collector's editions and i don't know and also no, it was. It was one sixty nine ninety nine. This one was a little cheaper. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, that's yeah. not bad. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, if it comes back in stock, we're gonna keep an eye out. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna mm-hmm. talk about that. And Guardians, we have some more stuff. If you are a Halo fan, and you have Halo Reach, or any a Master Chief Collection game, there is an update that will be coming from three four three to celebrate the anniversary of xbox and you will have the opportunity to get some cool swag for playing in game uh and i'm not sure if it's out yet trying to see here yeah so that yeah that energy sword is a desk lamp for that oh um, yeah it's a it's a desk lamp yeah 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 and what else does it come with um, comes with a plasma pistol bottle opener, replica bottle opener, like shaped like the plasma pistol. To get and a lamp a set, and a bottle opener. Set of five patches, a uh, set of two lanyards, including one UNSC charm and one ID wallet, a mini art book, desktop portfolio, portfolio, and a developer note. And then it comes in this cool case. Uh, steel with you get a steel bookcase with the game and yeah it comes in this cool collector's box too interesting yeah now now sabe are you excited for the next halo game that's coming out next month with halo Infinite? oh yeah most definitely because <clears throat> just simply because man it's, it's not a different game and plus i'm i don't know at least i get to like play like in halo for the and I didn't really, really play Halo uh, myself because obviously I was a PlayStation player. But then, uh, you know, like I used to go to my friend's house and oh, play right. like the, the, the good old land, uh, the TV by TV or like land uh, parties. Land. Yeah. 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 Land parties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now I get to play it as like, you know, you know, for the first time, because I do have the sheep collection, which was also gifted last year. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Like, yeah, I'm I'm just excited for some 
That's awesome. Yeah. Now, now, say you also mentioned that you were a Call of Duty fan, and oh, yeah. tomorrow we got mm-hmm. something coming out. We got uh, oh, yeah. a little, little game, little game called Call of Duty Vanguard. Now, full disclosure, I am not picking up Call of Duty Vanguard due to the things that are happening with Blizzard Activision and everything going on with that. So I am skipping this one, but I certainly don't blame anyone who wouldn't. Um, And that is currently... uh, That's coming out tomorrow. Now, are you going to be playing the Call of Duty Vanguard? Uh, me personally, I'm 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 not, but I'm I'm very I'm very excited that the games come out. It, it's only simply because uh, I've been doing uh, a lot of uh, GM helps. I um <clears throat> and and doing like uh, solo challenges and farming for loot. That's pretty much all I've been doing. So, like if if it if the game comes to a point where I don't have simply like like hundred percent just nothing else to do, then that's when you know I'll I'll explore that option, or even something like uh, Apex. That's another game that um that I I love that you know even though I'm not like okay it's just fun to like pick some heroes and go drop down some people and you know and dumpster on us so you know. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I've I've played a lot of the old Call of Duty games, but yeah. recently Destiny has been kind of my primary go-to. Although yeah. I have been playing Pokemon because I'm trying to get ready for the next one that's coming out next month. Um, um but uh, that should be fun. Oh, uh, yes. Pokemon is always fun, though. <clears throat> yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So, say we're going to put you on the hot seat for our discussion with the Guardians. We're going to learn much more about you and who you are and more about your mm-hmm. destiny journey. So, mm-hmm. we're going to kick things off with asking you, how'd you get started in destiny? How did your destiny journey begin? Okay, so, uh, like I said, like, you know, before I, like, played destiny and destiny was, like, like my main game, like, uh... I remember uh, I used to be like like I said Call of Duty, but at the at the time too I used to be so big into Yu-Gi-Oh. Hmm. Um, I used to go play like in like all the tournaments and stuff like that, and you know, and you know, win some big money and stuff like that. And cause that was um, <clears throat> and I guess when I uh and and this all happened like in vegas pretty much because you know i am back here now and it's kind of awesome but yeah um i was on it and obviously i quit yeah and you know i sold all my cards and then you know at the time i was playing like you know call of duty black ops 2 uh love that game to death um and i remember i had like you know the money to go get me a um uh, a PS4 and 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 I got like the uh, limited edition destiny and and it was kind of crazy cuz I was like I bought destiny for the next Call of Duty game to come out which I think at the time was Advanced Warfare so I was just <laughs> like oh I'll I'll play destiny for 3 months you know that's cool or, or whatever, how many months and then I'm just going to 
little did I know that uh, Destiny has what uh, hooked me, really. The the gameplay and and especially the Guardians, because um, people know that I am a Hunter main. Uh, I always been, but you know, I always spread myself out between the three characters, but I do mainly play Hunter. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, at the time, like, um, I was just playing bits and pieces there, and I started to really get like hooked with Destiny because of uh, the uh, Ball of Glass rate, because <clears throat> it was something different uh, at the time that I, I was used to. You know, you know, obviously you need like a buddy to, I mean, well, you need like five other people in a fire team. And at the time, you know, um, I didn't really have like friends on there. So um, I went to, I guess I was notified by uh, an LFG at the time, um, back in the day, like, like one of the older ones. It was like off the website, you know, and... I remember going to a group. Uh, obviously, didn't finish the the Vault of Glass, and then I I noticed that um you know um uh, same time around the same people there was a quote unquote Sherpa, I would say, but uh you know and I at the time I didn't know what a Sherpa was, and it was realized to me that um. They are people who like you know help people no matter the um you know no matter how tough things are. So I remember uh getting quote unquote Sherpa, which ended up didn't happen. He he was you know ragey, uh talk a lot down on me and stuff like that. And almost I think at that time I I was just like oh man I'm so glad when a Call of Duty come out mm, I want to play this. Cause, you know, I was never really having friends gaming, but I remember just going on a patrol. Patrols used to be so <laughs> used to used to take like like a lot of my time, and I remember meeting this one guardian. Um, his name go by uh troll with a few numbers, not 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 the somebody in our desk community, but like one of somebody like completely different. But um, remember this person, um. <clears throat> Uh, approached me with the wanted me to do a ball of glass, and at the time, you know, um, when I got crucified by that quote unquote Sherpa, like he didn't, um, uh, I guess he was just like, oh no, nah, man, trust me, it's gonna be all right, you know. And I went in there on a on heart mode <laughs> at the time, and we did it. And. And I didn't know this person was a Sherpa, but this guy was an actual Sherpa and pretty much taught me what I know. Uh, I don't see him around anymore. And it's the reason why I am a Sherpa, because I love helping people, because I know how hard it is for people to find people to, to game with. That's why I always go like above and beyond to do like stuff for people, because it's just the type of person I am, because like I, you know. That's about it. But yeah, like Destiny itself, like like um, that's just how that started. And then as I start to like, you know, uh, I don't know if you want me to go to that taking king era. That's just when I just I just flew. Like I literally just uh wanted to start off uh content creation there, I think like 2016 is when I like I first like, you know, 
you know, you know, gay streaming like a like a real try. And then, you know, and just and I just meet like all these awesome people and because granted, like, you know, like um I'm I'm not perfect because uh early taking king, oh we I was I was somebody different. Cause now in terms mm-hmm. of your Sherpa, are you more of a PvP Sherpa or a PvE Sherpa? Or uh, I, I would like I would like to say I'm more of a PvE Sherpa now than I was a PvP because uh uh I think like like, like taking king like like I think like all the way from the beginning to like I say the end of like uh that that whole year with Taken King, like I I was I did do trials <laughs> in D one and I was pretty good at it. I wasn't like the best, but like I was ooh, man, like um uh, uh Destiny it was Destiny one PvP was just something that I was in love with and but nowadays, like you know, I'm more of a PVE Sherpa. Like I, 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 I literally, I literally do this. Like Radifus just doing the raids, um, the raids. Now you know, like Destiny Two has GMs, which I do a lot. I love those things. Um, you know, activities, raids, exotics, and stuff like that. Like you know, literally anything PVE. Like I would do. That's pretty cool. Wow. So, Sabe, you mentioned GMs. And mm-hmm. <laughs> recently, mm-hmm. me and Shadow Price have been starting to do GMs because we just mm-hmm. leveled up to be able to do them, right? So uh-huh. it just so happened that I was able to get... I, I just hit that level cap where I can play it last week mm-hmm. when the Corrupted Strike took oh, place. Oh, okay. So I'm curious. As a PvE Sherpa, first off, do you do that Nightfall first? And if you do, what is your strategy for the Corrupted Strike? Oh, oh, oh I, I did it. I did it plenty last week because uh, they had what? like the, uh, yeah. Wait, what? I, yeah. Dude, I, 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 probably, hold on. I couldn't <laughs> even get past the first room. Literally, everything hit so hard that... You know those those uh avoid uh things that fly at you uh-huh. and they track you. Oh you talking about shakers? Yeah. Yeah, I'm dead. Like one 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 shot and you're dead. We're oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Talking about the we're, axiom bolt. The axiom The axiom bolt, like, yeah. Because we're yeah. we're thirteen forty five. Remember that. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. If you have two people who are thirteen forty five and let's say one person that's maybe thirteen fifty. Is it possible to get the corrupt strike done? Because I I, I thought it was probably yeah, yeah, yeah. possible. I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna explain about GMs. Like, uh, it doesn't matter what like level where you're at at 745 because uh or 1345 because there's like a cap. Like like once you hit once you hit the available to hit the activity, uh, you're capped at 1345. Actually, it does not matter how high or how low. I mean, how high you are. Yeah, I, thought that was, um, yeah, I could have sworn yeah, that's yeah, what it yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're always going to be capped at 1345. This is just like saying, and Bungie puts and Bungie puts up the light level by like 25 plus 25. So you're like, you're actually uh, low light at 1345 for this activity. This is just purely a test to be like, oh, you love hardened nightfall stuff. Can you do this with a fire team? And you know, obviously you have like revives and stuff like that. You know, you die. 
Uh, so you're you, always under leveled. You're always 25 under when you do a GM yeah, yeah, yeah. regardless. Yeah, pre, yeah pre, regardless. Like, oh, I, dude, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, and then, like, um, and some stuff, like, you know, like, um, yeah, because those those streakers kind of rough. Uh, they don't matter. Uh, they actually want to tap you, <laughs> even if you have, like, the, the right resist mods for them. It's kind of crazy. And then, like, uh... And of course, like uh, sometimes if you don't have like the sniper uh, resist, then snipers will just one shot you. Like, you know. But yeah, yeah um, I yeah. made sure to throw that mod on after <laughs> we wiped. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, like, um, yeah. I, I pretty much helped like a, a lot of people last week because it, it is it is pretty hard. It used to, I mean, to me, like it's not. It used to be harder uh, in a way really? because the. Because the boss used to just uh, when you got booped by the boss, uh, the uh, the boss sent you or Sadia, she was sending you flying, and it, it was just over. And then the overcrowding ads. Um, so back in the day, like if you wasn't playing like like a whale and like Ursa Furiosa Titans, uh, switching between supers trying to clear ads, then you wasn't getting it done. And I think at the time, you know, like people were still using Divian to Izanagi's. Um, but it's changed now, like, you know, because like they, uh, Bungie had put out like a, uh, well, they basically uh, put out like a patch, like I think like, like a week, two ago about, uh, I guess, reducing her booping and. I remember that. Uh, mm hmm. And then uh, there was like a champ inside that Nightfall that was kept giving people gold. <laughs> So they took that champ entirely out the uh, the strike, like yeah, outright just like banished <laughs> it. <laughs> Thank the Lord because I, because I, you know, you know, I tried to tell everybody like, man, because at the time, you know, uh, before GMs was coming out, people were trying to get the palindrome hand cannon, like you know, very popular, and obviously like the best hand cannon um, right now to get, and. I'm just like, it's not worth just, you know, let Bungie do their thing and, you know, let them fix it. So, you know. But yeah, yeah. like, um, but 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 my strategy, my bad for yeah, me, oh uh, I guess like the, the safest strategy was for me uh to have like a uh a well character or somebody that plays like a well, uh somebody that plays stasis and and you have that other that one other person with like act clear or something. So like I guess my team comp was that um at the time um we had a stasis warlock, a whale lock, and then uh uh me myself, I was just playing either a uh, revenant or a golden gun. Like <laughs> yeah, like <clears throat> just simply because um and I guess the loadouts we use was obviously like you know threading needles with our particle deconstructions and yeah yep that's uh, that's a common thing. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah. do you is there a specific um, weapon loadout that you recommend using or any specific group? You know, um, uh, to me like 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 if you have like 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 the one person, I mean the one two people with like like uh with like with their overloads and you have that one other person with like the uh, unstoppable which you know uh one of my fire team members uh she played a vex um so just what she loves to use and she was making sure those unstoppables are stunned and then I have my I'm I have my my boy <laughs> man my boy was playing divinity and stuff so 
and I think he was playing like double overload. Thing I can't forget. I don't know if he's here, but um, um, but yeah, like, and he was just playing stasis and you know making sure things is like cleared. But yeah, like, I think like like the proper loadout is like you know like obviously all three characters have like the heavy linears. Uh, you have like the two people overloads, one people unstoppable. Because I feel like sometimes you don't you don't need to have you don't need to overflow yourself on unstoppables because they're usually like easy to like stun. And and then you just wear them down with uh uh with your linear fusions, and then you add a divinity on top of that, which I know some people uh kind of like not use because uh at the boss room if you shoot the divinity at the uh the boss itself like uh Sadia uh it actually reduces like her 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 uh her crit modifier modifier, but I still used it to clear champs easily. <clears throat> And that's and that's how like the, uh yeah yeah now in terms of any nightfalls or strikes or really any end game activities that were really challenging for you that really stick out were there any that were that really tested you as a player when you were doing well, a short run and you were trying to get something accomplished but it was really tough. Like is this is this me like as like a fire team or as solo? Because I uh, I I do I sometimes do solo GMs. Just let's talk about your Sherpa runs first. Like when okay, you were trying okay. to Sherpa somebody and it just wasn't working, and it was what was the most difficult oh. Sherpa run that you ever had? Okay, my most difficult Sherpa run. Oh, ooh we let's see. Dang, I want to say. I want to say uh, happened this week, but um, uh, but this actually week. no, 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 no. Actually, no. Well, well, when corrupted was out, actually, uh, it was one. I was going to say, like, this week's nightfall is oh, not oh, oh, that bad. <laughs> oh yeah. It, oh no, 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 no. Last week, last week, last week. Oh uh, well, it was just uh, corrupted. Uh, um, <clears throat> it it was a, a lovely guardian. Um, um. <clears throat> My man, Mr. Uh, Ghost for Dura, like pretty awesome dude in uh in another friend's community. Um, uh, he, yeah, he was just having a hard time, you know, just staying alive. And, and you know, we kept wiping, we kept wiping. It it was pretty hard, but I wasn't gonna sit there and just like, uh, you know, complain and stuff like that because that's just not to me. I feel like if someone's like a Sherpa, like they, you know they you know they want to make sure that like the person that they're helping uh doesn't feel like that they're like they like this this hopeless person and i'm just like you know and that's why i usually like when i do these things i'll be like yo okay well i see that you're dying here you you and i, I try to switch up the loadouts so between myself and at least my partner that's helping me like that way you know we don't have to have uh the person who I'm helping, like, uh, get out of their comfort zone, but more, you know, give advice, but like, hey, if you have this option, you can probably do this, or you have to do this option, or, or I'll make changes for myself. Because uh, one example was that uh, I think at the time I was just playing, um, I was just still playing like my uh, my Golden Gun Hunter, and then, then I switched to Stasis. And then at the time I was like, all right, well, I'm a, and I think he was stasis. And then, you know, I just told him if you want, like you can, cause I guess he was unfamiliar with it. And I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to switch to well. 
I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to make sure, you know, you, you'll be all right. And, you know, I remember, <clears throat> I remember just uh, pulling out my, uh, my La Monarch, um, I believe, if I can remember. And, and I guess we, we, we cleaned up after that. And, you know, it, it took like, we was in, bear in mind, like we was in there with him for like, I guess maybe like almost three hours, but we got it done. And he was just so grateful that uh, I was able to help him. And, you know, and, you know, he was in the DMs telling me, like, you know, man, I just saying sorry. And I'm just like, why are you saying sorry? You're all right. Like, um, I just wanted to get you done. And that was it, you know? Because I, because I, because I, I've been in his shoes way too many times before with people. But except, I mean, I had it worse. Uh, I've been kicked from many groups. I've been ridiculed and all the other stuff, and you know I didn't, and I didn't want I didn't want that for this person. So I we kept going with him, and we we end up doing it. So, um, yeah, yeah, you know I think that's part of the community that you know in mm -hmm. Destiny. I think it's really cool in terms of Sherpas in the community. But I do think there are also a large number of individuals who aren't as accepting uh, mm -hmm. of all players. And I think that in some cases, like for me, I'm not a hardcore player. I can hold my own in an endgame activity in most cases. If I'm playing like Nightfall, I would probably need help with my loadout in order to really do the maximum DPS and to be useful, you know? Um, definitely PvP, but like, I would say Vault of Glass. You know that that was the very first raid that we played, and I'm curious for you, what was it like to experience that raid again in Destiny Two on PC? What was that whole experience like when you first played Vault of Glass again? Oh, it felt so it, it felt so good to be right back inside of all the glass and it made me remember my my younger days um in this vault of glass because because right after like that situation and you know I started becoming this gamer that just did tons of raids, tons of them. Even the ones in D1, like me just coming back here, it was it was so cool. And then the 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 little changes that they did, like it it like excited me. You know, like, like the uh, the one in um, the one in uh, uh, complex where you have this big old wyvern comes out, and and most of my community members know uh, how much I love wyvern. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember it coming out, and it well, it it stomped me off the stage, and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> And, you know, like, like the little subtle changes, um, you know, was so awesome. And I felt like it's just pretty cool, especially like um, uh, the Atheon one where, you know, instead of you just, um, instead of you just, uh, just going around a portal and just shooting the portals in like alphabet, I mean, not, I mean, really like in like some type of order now they have you have like six different oracles and you have the person outside call it out. Like I, I, I still feel like that is the, the coolest thing Bungie's ever did to the Dre. And like, you know, cause usually like my fire team calls it close and far. Like, you know, 
Because I know people love their numbers, but. <laughs> oh, but, we um, yeah, we do close and far, too. Yeah. Like, it's, it's yeah. yeah, close, right, close, yeah, like, mid, far right, far mid. Yeah, 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 because, yeah, yeah, like, I've done it, way. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done it so many ways. Like, I'm okay with anything, but I know, like, close and far is like LF, uh, user and and help friend friendly. Cause that's what that's what I like the uh vision when like when I do like helps, I want to do things for people who like who don't under, understand it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, I guess like understand it easier compared to how I would do it as say if I was with like like a a competent fire team, you know. Like, you know, cause like, like I, a lot, a lot of my, my, my friends who are like really just like great at this game, they, they love their numbers. But when I'm doing it with like, you know, with my friends or, uh, with my other friends or I'm, or I'm just like taking someone through for the first time, then I just go close and far, and then you know, yeah, make sure, make sure the person is comfortable before like, um, before anything, you know, cause like. My priority is to make sure that nobody doesn't feel like uh they are not doing their job, you know. So, you know, and and obviously I want them to learn to raid. Like, you know, I don't. That's why, I like, uh, I call my things helps and not carries because I don't want to carry you through it. I want to help you uh, understand it so that way you can get inside these groups or even just go help some more people out there yourself. You know, that's just what that's just what it's all about. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, it's yeah, mm-hmm. a great approach for sure. Mm-hmm. So, say, tell us a little bit more about yourself and what do you do outside of video games? Okay, outside of video games, you know, um, I've been like, you know, um, producing um, this content on the TikToks. Um, I'm usually just here, just uh, taking care of my. Um, um, my household because uh, I'm currently like um, don't have like a um, job at the moment, but you know um, I've been you know just just overall just uh just learning how to uh because I've been learning how to edit for uh, YouTube so I can uh so I can learn so I can get into there so you know I've been just I just been doing things a little slowly and you know and that's pretty much it like you know. Yeah, no, definitely. And and mm-hmm. uh, thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. And now, in terms of, you're now in um, Vegas, mm-hmm. and used to be in California, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how is life different in Vegas compared to how life was in Cali for you? Oh, well, okay, well, like, I, I'm usually, I'm, I'm a person, like, I, I, I want to say it's like not, like, too different than it was in uh a Cali, cause I'm always like, you know, uh, staying home and, you know, just sitting here, just looking up vids on how to improve and how to like, you know, <clears throat> you know, learn some key things to, uh, you know, to better myself and stuff like <clears throat> pretty much. And yeah, it's pretty much like the same thing that like, like I've been doing. So like, <clears throat> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, self-improvement is definitely an important thing. Um, and I actually read quite a few self-improvement books myself. Um, I've been, um, following Tim Ferriss. I don't know if you've ever read any Tim Ferriss books. 
really great mm-hmm. um, product productivity guy. Um, he actually wrote a book called The Four Hour Work Week. Really good book. Definitely recommend checking that out if you haven't already. And now, on a slightly different topic, mm-hmm. what are you most excited for about the future of gaming? To me, uh, I just uh, I just go with the flow. Like um, for me, uh, I'm just <clears throat> I'm just ex- I'm just excited to like as like gaming evolves and uh, you know I'm just I'm just ready for it. I mean, I don't have like really too much to say about it. I mean, <clears throat> mm-hmm. in terms of uh, destiny. Is there anything that you're looking forward to with the upcoming expansion or the next content release that will be coming in December? Uh, 30th anniversary, hands down. Like, uh, they they bring back my baby Ayas Luna, and I'm going to. I, I thought know, you were going to say baby Gallarhorn. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> the story time. Oh, man. Okay. So, um, Back in the day, like like D one, okay. Um, uh, with Zer, well, well, even though I didn't know what what a Zer is at the time, the first the first time Zer came to tower, and I had my strange coins. I ain't have too much of it, and there was a Gallahorn, some other stuff, and a Lucky Raspberry. I literally looked at the freaking uh, uh the Gallahorn. I was like, man, I don't want no goddamn rocket. Man, look at this wolf chest piece, and I went and got the Lucky Raspberry instead. <laughs> Oh man! Boy, did I, boy, did I pay for it? But, but I think like a few weeks after, uh, I don't, I don't remember the name of the nightfall. It used to have like a big hydra. Uh-huh. It dropped it for me. What? Oh, that's so crazy, dude! So, it took me the Nexus. It took me like six months. It took me oh, like no. six months to get it. Yo, and funny thing, you know how I got mine? So. Every time the reset hit, I would wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning. And during Crota's end, if you drop down, there's a chest in the very beginning. And you can grab that chest before they patched it. It took me six months. It took you three months. Well, whatever. It took one of us six, one of us three. Yeah, it took me six. But it took took a while to get it. And finally... It dropped at like 7.30 in the morning and I'm like calling Shadow Price. I'm like, dude, I got the galley. Like, how? Were you playing Destiny? No, like I got it from the chest. Like, <laughs> And then they patched it. And then the very following week, Bungie released a TWAB where they patched it so that the first chest no longer drops an exotic for you. <laughs> That's how I got mine. Uh, and I got kind of shafted by Walmart when I first bought my copy of Destiny 2 because I pre-ordered. I ordered it like pretty much weeks before it came out but or destiny one excuse me but um it didn't arrive on time it took like two extra weeks for them to get me the game i don't know what happened but uh essentially i missed out on being able to buy the gallerhorn so i had to take the difficult route when my rng was not very favorable to say the least that was my Gallarhorn story. And I'm, dude, I'm, I'm excited yeah. for the Gallarhorn to come back. Yeah. And 
I think it's so cool that they are bringing back the loot cave as a um, celebration of the past. And I, I think that's pretty cool that they're doing that. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's going to be really interesting to see what we're going to be playing this December. We're not that far off. And I will note one more thing about this, uh, because we are going to talk about this in just a little bit in greater depth. But notice how this expansion piece is 25 bucks. It's more expensive than what we had before. So I would imagine we're going to get something pretty substantial, especially this being the 30th celebration of Bungie. Good, yeah. <clears throat> think so. Now, so say, what's your favorite food? Uh, right now, uh, Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle, okay. So I, I had Chipotle like last week. Mm. They had this, um, what was it? It was the, um, it wasn't the steak. It was something else. But it was like brisket. this burrito. It was so good. Yeah, the brisket. With, the brisket, yeah. The brisket burrito with, with guacamole. Oh, man. I wanted it. Oh, it was like too late at night <laughs> for me to go get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, guacamole. I mean, um, uh, brisket was... Oh, yeah, I remember trying a brisket recently, and that thing was fire. But Yeah, it was so good. Mm -hmm. Now, I did notice one thing about Chipotle. It gave me heartburn so bad. Dude, I oh, could not sleep. It was so bad. Oh. Like, it was delicious. But afterwards, I definitely paid the price. Definitely was something... Now, so Sabe, um, mm -hmm. what do you, what would you say has been life like in the last year with everything going on with COVID and just, oh yeah, COVID the definitely, overall state uh, of the world? Oh yeah, COVID has definitely like, um, has affected me, obviously. I mean, like, uh, cause at the time, you know, I was gonna, um, I was out. I was just like you know, just uh, looking for like a um, a job, and it's pretty. It was pretty hard, and you know, and you know, a lot of things that happened in my you know IRL that you know just prevented me so. But like, um, but since I'm since I'm always like in the house gaming and stuff like that with my friends and stuff like that, you know, it kind of you know it's. To me, I've just been, um, <clears throat> I've just been, like, a big chilling, but I did, uh, uh, last year, like, it kind of, like, it kind of hurt it because, um, I did, uh, I had lost my grandmother to COVID last year in June. And, um, it, it almost just, like, because at the time, you know, like, um, because uh, at the time when I when I was first in Vegas, um, I was, uh, I was just going through a bunch of hardships. Uh, I was homeless, and she came and took me out, and she, and, and that's how like I was able to you know get, 
you know, the Destiny had always told her about the dream about Twitch and stuff like that, and she supported it. And you know, <laughs> you know, and she she let me help. She she let me like save for this uh PlayStation and stuff like that. And and she's a prime she's a prime part of why I'm just you know just keeping it going because like <clears throat> she was the person that was was always supportive of my uh my decisions and my dreams and stuff like that and um I, I couldn't not even thank her more for it you know like if, if it weren't for her getting me out the the streets I think I would never been in I guess you know able to play destiny not able to do really anything so it, it you know I always give my thanks to her and you know every night I like you know I stream and stuff like that and I'm always I'm always thinking like hey like you know like especially now and you know I'm just like I mean I know she's watching me you know just you know just being a gamer that I am and you know again like she's it's been a blessing. Mm-hmm. That's that's. I mean, thank you for sharing um, all mm-hmm. of this. That that's so crazy. So you were homeless. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't mind, uh, and and you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to, but how do you? How does that happen? Like how how does a person become homeless? And I've never had that experience, so I I, I don't even know what that could be like right like that that's that's pretty that's got to be pretty tough oh yeah it 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 sure is um but i think i can what i can say about it is that um uh at the time uh at the time you know um i was you know um my uh, um I won't say that like my uh at the time before I got to Vegas, uh, you know, uh I was staying with my dad and you know. Um no, just uh, at the time, you know, just just thinking about it, just uh, uh we always had problems and he uh he he pretty much just um uh boot me out and I had to, you know, come move move to Vegas and and at the time that, like, you know, I was staying with another family member and that family member has, you know, has kicked me out uh over some problems and um I was on my last leg. It was just like I thought it was over. Um and again, that's when the grandmother stepped in and took me in. And she and she only had one promise for me, and that is just to uh, um uh to continue to do better, no no matter what it takes. Um, she just didn't want to see me struggle anymore. That's all I can give. But you know, yeah, you know, so. and that's that's really inspiring to see you go from being homeless to to being a sherpa in destiny and mm-hmm. i'd be curious like has destiny affected your life in a positive direction where it oh, helped you one thousand percent um and i'm not even trying to cap on this one 
ever since I started getting invested inside of the Destiny community itself, like I've I've been meeting some of the most kindest people. Um, uh, example number one, uh, one of my mods. One of my mods has been one of my best friends in this game, and he has always helped me when things went down. Um, um, and we are talking about my man, Unfamiliar Socks. Um, this dude's been a blessing to me since. Uh, I started streaming, you know, when I was doing like PVP stuff, he used to, you know, used to help me a lot, you know, and he, he has helped me along the way. And, you know, and another person that, um, doesn't play anymore, but, um, he's the reason why I was on PC. They call him Z Tendy. Um, he, he was a person that just, um, helped me build my PC and wanted me to, um, yeah, like, because we all just a game. We all just to play. And, you know, like, he, a, another person that used to help me out and just, and he wanted me to um, it's, um go far in this content creation because, you know, because uh, he always see me, well, do my Sherpa things and help people. Like, those people who are the people who, who I owe, like, the utmost to inside this community. And... <clears throat> And as I meet more and more people, and especially like my 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 Masenko family, my man BQ, I fucking love that man. Um, I remember meeting him in year t- year three of D one. Um, man, such a cool dude, and he's just been another supporting piece of why I can like you know do the things that I do, and I can't thank him more than enough, you know. So, um. And um, I remember, man, it's so many, it's just so many other people who I can put on this list, but um, and I remember um, just um, especially with like the, the trials helps too, back in D1, like that really helped me propel me in D2, which I didn't do anymore. So I just started doing, you know, um, more PVE stuff and then, you know, you know, I just met all these kind people and, and, you know, just, and every day I just, go ahead, I'm sorry. I th- I just think it's so amazing how you were able to transform your life because of Destiny, mm-hmm. because of a video game and how it completely not only served as a form of support, but as a way for you to get to a better place in your life. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah, now. And you like, can help others. Know, Oh yeah, and and that's that's, so that's cool. another, mm-hmm. and that's another thing too. It's just like, um, you know, the support that I get every day. It's just like, you know, I've I've been, you know, and I, I and I always do my best to give back to, and you know, any way I can because like, and weren't for those type of people, and it wasn't for the people who just like who sit in and just like or retweet my tweets and stuff like that, and just you know, it's overall just showing love to me. You know, like, um, I wouldn't wouldn't have it i wouldn't beat it i wouldn't get as far as i can so you know man so just try to do my best out here and just and propel myself you know even further so so i can do awesome things because i mean i could i I genuinely love helping people like that's just what that's just who i am and that's just what what i've been for like my past i guess destiny career and you know I'm just excited for the 30th anniversary. 
Yeah, no, it's going to be really exciting to play the 30th anniversary. And and thank you for opening up and sharing um, um, so intimately your your life and, and how um, you had to go through some of the struggles. So that's that's really admirable for you to share that and be able to overcome that. Um, and I'm curious, what advice would you give to people who are having a tough time these days? And the only advice I can give for those people, like, you know, who's having just like just the roughest time in life is that, um, man, just keep going no matter how rough it gets because it's going to get rough and life just hits you really hard. But as long as you just keep going and just keep focus on, you know, what you got to do, I mean, you can, you can really literally exceed like anything. Like, <clears throat> yeah, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. You know, yeah, it's like absolutely. You could, you could be down. You could be at your worst, like you know, just having the worst time, and then, but just you know, just staying positive and you know, trying to push through it is the best way to get through any situation. And but don't be afraid to ask for help either, because that's also important. So wow. Um, so on that note. Say, what's next for you in your journey as a content creator? Oh, well, pretty much what I'm doing right now. Like, literally, uh, I want to because, like, because um, what's next for me is that uh, I, I really want to put myself out there as far as, like, the content that I, that, you know, I typically try to provide. That's, that's why I've been slowly, like I said, been doing TikTok to to you know put something out there and then like you know and obviously like on my on my on my off streams or my off days i'm literally just learning how to youtube so i can start putting out you know little helpful guides you know just are just like just videos you know and you know and me just trying to build my community and stuff like that uh by any means i can you know before I, I start to like really like push for partner because I don't you know do partner pushes I I, I want to I want to uh, plant my seed and you know and let it grow you know so that's what my goals are um, I, I I mean sure I would love to like you know get sponsored by team but I actually but I will work hard for it but I I will. Well, and we'll, we'll definitely be looking out for your content and seeing what you're doing in the community. And thank you for, for being so candid and so open um, with us and our audience in terms of your experiences and some of the things that you're doing. And uh, we're going to talk about something a little bit different on a more positive note relating mm -hmm. to Destiny. We have the 30th anniversary bundle that will be coming to the game it is the destiny 2 30th anniversary uh pass and we're getting a new dungeon we're getting the gallerhorn and we're also getting some additional treasures in the dungeon that we'll be able to acquire including weapons armor ornaments emotes a sparrow ghost shells and more this collection will represent 30 years of bungie 
a legendary community, and a birthday party that could only happen in Destiny. So it looks like we're going to get quite a few things. And I'm curious, what would you want to see out of the 30th anniversary bundle? Uh, what types of things would get you excited? Oh, man, I'm I'm just a simple Destiny player. Like, if a, if if an armor looks, like, really, like, sick and cool, I would get it. Especially, we already know the, well, I guess two guns are coming, but I just explained, like, how much I, uh, IS Luna is, because uh, it was a pinnacle part of my PvP in D1. So I will be, regardless if the, uh, the, if the gun perks are not, like, pretty cool, that's just something I'm going to be after. But, oh yeah, I forgot. Ice Luna mm-hmm. and Thousand Yard Stare, I think, right, are the ones mm-hmm. that they're bringing back. Yeah. Yeah, but nice. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, pretty much. Can I know? Uh, I guess like a rehash version, which is another gun that I used to use. Uh, before they sunsetted it, which is the belo- uh, the the beloved. So it was pretty much that gun. Oh yeah, um, the adored. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, adored was after uh, beloved because beloved right. was in. Uh, a season of opulent season. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. From the uh, from one of my favorite activities in D two, which was the menagerie. I love that place, dude. I love the menagerie. Yep. So much fun. Yep. Did you um, get your shadow title? Off. Oh, oh, easy. First, first was first week was like available. I got it what and, first week wow you are hardcore my friend yeah like i i and then like um when it, when they were legal um i was doing recalls from so but now obviously we can't do that anymore but um but i and i used to do a lot of helps for those too like so i used to do i used to do it all because like um i i do enjoy that uh i do enjoy that raid other than the <laughs> The long first encounter, but a uh... yeah, I think for me, uh, my favorite raid was probably Vault of Glass. But oh yeah, I really Same. enjoyed. I really enjoyed that that particular season in the game. I think the end game was probably the strongest that it's been thus far. I think the Menagerie brought so many. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com podcast. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Different elements to the game. Between that and having the raid, the Crown of Sorrow, I think it wasn't the best raid, but at the same time, I think it was a fun raid, and I think it offered um, a really fun challenge with trying to chase after that shadow title. I just felt like Menagerie was the peak of the in-game. Not saying that any of the uh, seasonal content that they came out after, but I know, I know most things are not like up there with um, most things, but like. Uh, I agree. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel the same way, and it's not a popular opinion, but definitely a sentiment that I have similar to mm-hmm. yours. Um, Shadow Price, what do you think about the? menagerie and what's what's your favorite end game in destiny 2 well my favorite end game is the raids just you know they, that that's where you know we started our uh end game destiny journey was playing well, the raids <laughs> well no i'm talking about d1 where we started our end game destiny journey <laughs> um you know vog you know the other three raids king's fall um you know uh wrath of the machine uh and i do have a soft spot for the raids in d1 i'm not gonna lie like you know i kind of wish i would play vog more often um because i really do enjoy it i mean i still i still i i like the d2 version but i you know the d1 version obviously is you know that's where we first started playing the raids yeah um but uh we, you guys know, I mean, you know how I feel about, um, like, uh, Prison of Elders. Like, I I wish we would get, like, the Prison of Elders back in D2. Like, I always, I always enjoyed that activity for some reason. I don't know why. It's just waves and waves of ads. I, I feel like it was their best, like, horde mode, like, yeah. like attempt and everything was uh, with PoE. Um, it was just well, uh, a lot of fun. And going to December and what we'll be playing with the 30th anniversary um, Bungie uh, DLC, we're getting first a six-person match-made activity. It will have secrets to unravel, collectible rewards that will commemorate the long and storied history of Bungie. Now, I'm curious, what could this six-player matchmade activity be? And could it actually be something similar to what we had with the Menagerie? It's possible. I mean, like, every, no every six-player activity since the Menagerie, like, they've been okay, but they never have been as good as the Menagerie. They've never hit that. But this is a big reveal for them. This is a big release. It's 30th anniversary. Plus, remember that it's a more expensive DLC. So that means that we're probably going to get something a little bit more substantial because of that, but also because of the fact that 
we have more time between the next content. So they're going to need to keep us playing for another couple of months between, you know, December and February. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking, um, I know um, in December, it's obviously the 30th anniversary, then there's a season, I mean, the, the seasonal event for December, which which is probably the dawning, so in a new twisted way. Cause I mean they did like the uh what was it? Uh this last event. It was quite different, but so um, it looks like on the landing page for the 30th anniversary pack, uh under uh the six player match made activity, it looks like your guardians are facing a portal. So to me, that would indicate that we're going into someplace and a portal can transport you into any number of places, right? I think this could be either something maybe kind of like Prison of Elders or maybe kind of like Menagerie or a combination of both because I think both forms of endgame content were fairly popular and highly in demand and i'm wondering could they bring back the prison of elders would this be prison of elders well the prison of elders is only a three-player activity okay well so could they potentially make a six-person prison of elders i mean they could would it work but they would just i think they would just call it something different if they're bringing back prison of elders it'd probably only come back as a three-player yeah no i think you're right but it definitely feels like we're going to different destinations and it's not going to be one static place where we're going to be fighting. Yeah. At least to me, based on the fact that there is a portal that you're going to be going through. Mm-hmm. So they say that right in the landing page that we're going to be going through a portal? Well, you could see that your guardian is facing a portal on the actual page. Oh, okay. Right. And based on this, to me, it indicates that we're going to be going to different locations. And that would make sense. And I think, you know, thinking about how Prison of Elders were implemented, I think that what made it work really well was the fact that you had different bosses and you had different environments that you were fighting in. And I think that really added to the replayability of the activity. Mm-hmm. so let's talk about the dungeon we're gonna be playing a dungeon that was inspired by the cosmodrome loot cave that's gonna be pretty interesting oh okay well either way or i'm gonna be i'm gonna be down to play it and i'm pretty sure that it's gonna have a solo flawless which i'm, I'm gonna just do <laughs> okay oh yeah already i'm already just thinking about it so what is a what is a strategy to get something accomplished wallace like how do you prepare for something like that how do you build out your loadout so you can survive like what's what's the secret oh to me it's it's really no secret like just like you know um i mean i'm 
usually sometimes like if I'm usually sometimes I, I worry about like you know like my uh the mods I want to play and the weapons and obviously building towards like since now we have like artifacts now you know obviously I'm going in and with a linear fusion or something or just making sure that um I have like some type of resist mod on like rather but I guess the default ones will, for me would just be like concussive and and a concussive damper and a sniper mod and then just uh, and I guess sometimes bring up like my resilience close to like six or seven to tank a shot any either way because like that it gives you like small bumps of health. So yeah, like it really sometimes I just go in there just like uh uh bare bones and then I'll just go from there. Like if I die to this, like oh okay, well now I know I need this now. But. <laughs> I would say at least like my default loadout of this season only only because I had it only because I have it I just just probably going to bring like a Vex and a Sniper and then see what happens and you know in a linear but I guess that's that's just my plan when going towards that uh, a dungeon now but I think it all depends on dungeon too so because I know I know when I did uh, the last dungeon around um, uh, the Taken one, um, man, my brain has just been on uh, Prophecy, yeah, Prophecy. I, I literally just, uh, back at the time when Anarchy was like the best pick, it was just like, I just put on an Anarchy and Mountaintop and, and just go ham. But obviously, you can't use mountaintop anymore. But um, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, that's pretty it. I just, I just go, I just go right in and just, just play it and just, you know, learn as we go. Make sure I have like the uh resist mods and just ready to uh face wherever it has in front of me. Mm hmm. <laughs> Definitely uh, well, mm -hmm. well said. And um, I definitely think that, you know, for me, that's one of the challenges to really figure out the mods that I need to be using. Because I think once I switch things up, endgame activities become a lot easier to do. Like, you can break shields, and it's a lot easier if you come in strategically. But solo still takes a lot of patience and oh, coordination. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So, can anybody solo, let's say, a GM Nightfall? Do you think anybody is capable of doing it with? Some oh practice? yes, they do. Oh yes, you know, I like for me, like, like uh, when I started, like, like, like my solo adventures, like I think, like it was just like I, I literally just looked at other people do it on sh on their streams, or like you know, I'll go watch something on YouTube. And you know, I just, and I, I basically learned from that, and that's how like I started to, you know, do the solo content. Cause uh, this week I actually uh soloed the uh, the Devil's Lair Nightfall. I started off my stream doing it cause it was the first GM I ever I ever soloed. And uh, we we literally tried to do it with three people like the other day. We died at the end. It was so upsetting oh yeah like i <laughs> that that boss room i mean I as long as you, 
Mm-hmm. The vandals came from down bottom. When you oh, go yeah. into that little room, yeah, you, you didn't be- see them. They kind of blindsight you, and then you're like, shit, like they're right behind you, and it doesn't take much for them to kill you. Oh yeah, yeah, they don't. It, yeah, especially the ones with the with they little mini Lord of Wolves. They just yeah, bop, bop, you're dead. <laughs> yep. But no, like uh, as long as you like you stay in the room and you don't ever like move anywhere else, like downstairs or something, then you shouldn't have like no one like go right behind you. But but if you're like exploring like downstairs and stuff, and you're trying to come like right, right back upstairs or something, like sometimes like the enemies will be like, oh okay, he's over here, so I'm just gonna sneak up on him. Why he not looking? But like you know. So now, yeah, like, so like, say if you're soloing. Now you mentioned you were a hunter main. Mm-hmm. Would you still bring a hunter, or would you oh, strategically I, oh, bring? Actually, I, yeah, like if it if it was like strategically, if it was like my best character, and I couldn't do anything else. Then yes, but because I could, I could, I did do it uh, the first time as a hunter, and I did it as an invis hunter. What? Uh, okay. Yeah. What? Uh, I think I think I had six coyote on at the time, and I think at the time uh, anti barrier sniper was around, and yeah, I think I played like a snipe bow and an anarchy. It was huh anarchy really? Oh yeah, yeah. This was before it got nerfed. Oh, that was before the nerf. So what we use now? Oh oh, so this time I actually went in as a warlock. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I played I played chaos reach. I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm not gonna go invis, you know. So basically, uh, I played, I played a uh, what was it? My, I actually played a a a, a La Monarch in a oh, in a yeah. in, in a threaded needle in uh in a auto rifle, <laughs> playing Chaos Reach. So, um. Yeah, like, the first area literally was just me standing, because, like, there's, like, a place, like, when you go, I don't know if, uh, what they call, like, the refinery, like, the room where you have to, like, scan, and you have to, like, you know, fight the series of waves of ads. Like, I literally went to the, if you was facing the uh, the room where, where the uh, trailer was, you go all the way to the right and then just stay there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we would do, actually. Yeah. Just and I, hold, hold I, down, yep. And like uh, Lamarck was just so good at like studying the overloads without because of the damage tick. Because a lot of people don't know that uh, if you if you shoot uh, someone in the head, uh, it actually spreads that poison. So like when when those multiple uh, overloads just just be around, you just you just shoot them in the head, and you just they was just they was just continuously stunned. Like I was just and, and you know some people you know like don't know the power and like sometimes I show them by just shoot them in the head as they get up and I'll just emote and then watch them get stunned again. Like it was, it's, it was so good. Like, and in the boss room, you know, I, I stayed to the left side of the room inside of the, uh, the little area where the stairs was at and just, uh, just kept clearing ads. And I, and I was using the rift to three peak, uh, the the drags that would two shot me if it was close, I was like, nah, I'm backing up, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, but like it was it, it was much easier that time around because I had experience with it, and it was it was just simply because of that. Because like I can tell you, my first time doing it, like my first time ever, like you know, soloing like a GM, like it was rough, like. 
and and, and my nerves start to hit me because uh, this is back at the time before I like turn off my like like my view count and stuff. I had a gamer, I had a gamer rape me while I was doing GM. I, it it froze the crap out of me. I was like, oh my god, I gotta keep going. <laughs> I was scared to fail. And I don't know if that propelled me to finish it the first time, but um, I did, and it felt good, you know? And because <clears throat> I finally did this this hardened content that, you know, obviously requires a, a fire team by, by myself. And now, you know, like... <clears throat> And now, like, you know, I have I had so much fun doing it and I just kept doing more of them just to challenge myself. Okay, I know like um I have a that's something that that's along the pipelines, you know? Like I just And that's why I start like doing aim or I'm not helping people. That's what I'm that's what I wanna be doing. You know, Definitely. because I love to, I love, because I, to me, I just love to challenge myself as a, as a player. So that way, like, it, it also helps me when I, when I actually do helps, actually. That's why, that's the other reason why I solo too, is that uh, if, let's just say like my, my fire team members, you know, like sometimes you get unlucky. Somebody goes down and I'm like, what would I do if I'm by myself? And a lot of the stuff that I do when I GM solo is what I would actually do if I was by myself. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely great advice. And now to also uh, touch on a slightly different topic, we do have a Bungie weekly update that we got today from... The community managers at Bungie and uh, Shadow Price, do you want to kick things off? What we learned this week from Bungie? Yeah. Um, so jumping into the weekly update, um, uh, cause uh, looks like DMG is uh, doing manning the update today, and they uh, goes on to state that while we may be sad that the festival loss has concluded, uh, Lord Saladin have is having a bit of fun. Iron Banner is back, a little brighter than you may remember. A pesky little bug prevented the Iron Forerunner sets from lighting with a brilliant flame during our first Iron Banner event of the season. Now, as many players have discovered, these armor sets burn brightly during Iron Banner weeks. And I, and if you noticed, like, I guess the chest piece, like, the whole set does it, um, is supposed to uh, light on fire. I, my chest piece and my arms did. Um, but I, I don't know how you get the how do you get the helmet to do it? I haven't have you guys noticed? Have you guys gotten all your pieces to uh to um light on fire <laughs> at all? Uh when I heard about this, uh I kinda deleted all my armor. I was like, dang it. <laughs> uh cause I, I didn't I was late to knowing that uh the iron banner armor kind of light up when it's like the week of iron banner. I'm like, uh oh. yeah. I, I personally don't know if you can like just like transmog it and then you can like- you can you totally can because um I took okay. a, I took an Iron Banner chess piece uh that that was um last year's 
Iron Banner, I think. It was last either last season's or whatever. It wasn't the current piece. So what I did was I transmogged the uh, the new set, which you can. You can transmog the new set onto your piece in it, and it lit it on fire. When oh, I did it my. on my chess piece. Well, so. time for me to go get me that transmog. Yup. Yeah. The minute the minute I log on today, yup, I'm doing it. So yeah, I'll have to um play around with it some more. Myself. Oh yes. Get it all to uh you know, light on fire because it looks it looks really cool. Oh yeah, same. Time, yeah. yeah. So he goes that says, Oh, right here. Whether you equip this armor or use your synth weave to apply the look, pieces with the iron banner sigil now light in a brilliant flame when iron banner is active. So it's while iron banner is active, okay. Mix and match your favorite shaders and exotics to make some sweet looks. So that's uh that's pretty cool. Nice little touch. Um, they go on to say complete matches, turn in tokens, and complete your weekly bounties for chances at high stat rolls in these armor pieces. <clears throat> While Trouse is on a short hiatus for Iron Banner this week, we do have some details from the team on matchmaking. They're also announcing two weeks of bungee bounties, inviting you to share your stories for the heroes, welcome campa campaign, refreshing our prime reward offerings, and more. So, uh... The next uh, thing they go on to ta uh, say is uh, testing the waters. Uh, so they go on to say that last weekend we tried out some changes to matchmaking in Trials of Osiris. We shifted to a system that put some focus on overall wins, pushing players into different buckets depending on how much they had played and won on a given weekend. While they were incredibly happy with the amount of data we were able to collect, this matchmaking system did not meet the goals that we established last Thursday. And they said as we continue to hold on hone in on what settings we should like for, for trials overall. We appreciate all who have been hopping in for a few cards and sounding off with feedback. Pairing data with player feedback and experience experiences is key to continued success. So they go on to say that today the team will be going through our findings, findings and speaking to some upcoming changes when trials returns on November 12th. Uh, so from the team, they go on to say that, hey, everyone, thanks for participating in our latest experiment in trials matchmaking. Sometimes you learn more things when they don't when things don't go well than you do when everything is per perfect. Last week we talked about balancing match outcomes, blowouts versus close matches with matchmaking times. Uh, so compared to three weeks ago, they say the average matchmaking time was up by 10 seconds. But if you were on the bleeding edge of win counts, your matchmaking times could easily be anywhere from two to minutes to five over five, and I experienced that, so I could definitely attest to that. Overall, games played was down about 33%, and the blowout rate went up slightly to 28%. Uh, so they say that solo went, play went up a bit, and fire team play, either exclusively or part-time, went down by about a third. Low to average skill player, players played about the same or a bit more, whereas high skilled players played significantly less, with the highest skilled cohort play in two hours less on average than in previous weeks. A number that otherwise had been very consistent in most revamp weeks, as well as most weeks in the previous seasons. While there are some positives, most of the data is either negative or neutral, combined with the feedback on social media channels. This has fueled our decision to move back to purely card-based matchmaking with a flawless, flawless, flawless pool for the foreseeable future. Tune in next week for Trials Labs pre-brief and details on some other plans we have for the mode between now and the Witch Queen. Oh my God, so they, they reverted. 
They went back to the flawless pool. They're going back to the flawless yep, pool. Sure did. Oh, mm. come on, man. <laughs> well, I went flawless this past week, um, just from okay. the matchmaking. Um, like, and I did. I went flawless the week before that when it was solo. So I thought it was working to an extent, but man, this is this is disappointing that they gave up on it after one week, like instead of like, you know, kind of tweaking it a little bit. I don't know. What do you guys think? Okay, well, I, I respect that opinion. But um, for me, because, um, like, uh, I do have, like, a, like a lot of my uh, my PvP family over at Masenko, uh, and, uh, of course, like, a lot of the other people. Like, um, what it did, evidently, like, let's... Because, I mean, I don't know how many games you played, and, and I, don't, I, I, I am respecting your opinion. But um, a lot of the people, a lot of the times, like uh, what that promoted was that, like for for the people who like you know who do these helps, like on, I guess like the uh, on the trial side of the spectrum, or people who just just trying to enjoy the game. It, if uh, what it did is that like um, the people who had like a lot of wins, obviously you know you played against people who also had a lot of wins, and a lot of the times is that um, what, uh, a lot of the people was playing the same people every so often every day that was and happening to me too that was that that was definitely happening to me i would get yeah, mad like with the same people yeah like yeah because like because because like on paper like uh i knew that uh if this like like the matchmaking was going to be sweatier things is going to take longer and stuff like that and that's why i personally fully avoided it um because of that reason and I guess the second reason why uh, the map, the map for me, uh, I don't personally like this map because it promoted so much slow play. And I just, to me, uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh man, I am impatient. I literally just go press W key on people, but you know. Yeah, I like the map. I'm a sniper. Uh, oh, I like okay. I like to snipe. That's, that's my, that's my forte. I've been sniping since Destiny 1. So the map played right into my play style, basically, because um, I, I I wait for that snipe shot and then I try to get a follow up. Oh, or yeah. Close. And then I close. Oh, yeah. Because like, um, yeah, it, usually people like that, like, uh, like, like, of course, uh, uh, I know people, uh, some people who are really like just just crack, just sweating out. They you know they all have like they Don Blaze with their DMTs. And then you have the. Oh, that, that is oh my god, mm-hmm. that is the worst. That when you play oh, on mm-hmm. PC, going against DMTs, forget it. You you you're unmatched. If you don't know how to use keyboard and mouse, you're screwed. You you are absolutely screwed. You will not outgun somebody with a DMT if they are like amazing with keyboard and mouse. Like oh you're not, well yeah. <laughs> like if I'm I'm on controller and I'm going against somebody with like using mo- keyboard and mouse, it's a done deal. Like there's, I, I'm done. Like I can't even, I'm dead. Like the first, like, I, I feel like I'm dead in two shots, not even three shots. Like it's, it's, it's nuts. <laughs> I don't know. What, what, what do you have to say to this, uh, Cornholio? So I haven't really played a whole lot of trials, uh, last week, but I did play the week before that. And I mean, personally, I, I don't know, because I don't play enough trials to really be able to determine whether or not the matchmaking should be one way or the other. Um, 
I can tell you that it's really t- difficult for me. Uh, when it was two weeks ago, so maybe this will help. But I think it's good that Bungie is looking at the data and they're acting on the data that they're getting. Um, and it seems like overall, this change had a pretty drastic negative impact on the overall community play and Bungie is acting on it. And I think that's a positive thing. Yep. Oh yeah. And that, that's the thing. Cause like, uh, I personally thought we about to deal with this a whole month. I'm just like, hey, I'm praying. But then, but, yeah. Cause like a lot of people assume that Bungie doesn't like, um, listen, but then I'm glad that they, I'm glad that they personally made the call on it because although it's going back to the flawless pool, which is a whole nother story. Uh, I don't I'm like just... the flawless pool. I don't, I don't like it. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, going to be honest. Uh, I don't like mm-hmm. the flawless pool because I don't know, I'm with you too. So <laughs> a player like me, I'm, I'm, I'm not a great player. You know, I'm mm-hmm. average at best, you know, like, so when I get flawless, I'm not getting flawless again. Like, unless I get with two really good players or one really good player that, you know, cause I, I can hold my own, but like, that's the thing is like when you're matchmaking and you're not going in with a fire team, you get, you're at the mercy of what the matchmaking is. If anything, I think the matchmaking needs to improve like with, you know, um, how they pair you together. Like that's the tweaks I want to see them make, you know, like I didn't want to see them just like, you know, just basically like, give up on this after one week without tweaking some of the sentence first like that. I'm a little annoyed by that, actually. You know, I would, I would like to see them like do it another try, tweak the settings, you know, with the matchmaking and then, and then see what the results and the data are, you know? So that's, that's my take on it. That's, that's fair. You wanted them to give them a little bit more time. Give it more of a chance. Don't, don't just abandon it after one, one week. I just think that's a cop-out, and I think that's... I don't know. I don't, I don't agree with it. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. But, yeah. Because I, I know, like, uh, at least personally, like, for, like, uh, at least a lot of the people in the community, they were just they were just going to... Uh, do they want to done cards? I'm pretty sure people was just going to just outright avoid, but I, I understand your feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so the next thing they go on to discuss is uh, the bounty. Bungie bounties are coming back. Uh, they said that it's been a while since we had the last run of uh, round of Bungie bounties. And if you're new around these parts, here's a quick rundown. That every so often we set our sights on the specific members of the community and issue a challenge. So the rules are if you match against them, do everything in your power to steal the win from their clutches. And if you match with them on your fire team, watch their back and help them to achieve victory. Whether it may be on your team or against you, winning the match will result in a fancy emblem being granted to your account, as displayed below. And that's a pretty cool-looking emblem. Um, it's pretty nice. Got the nice little Destiny tricorn on it. Uh, they say that this bounty is a worldwide affair. We have selected numerous participants from regions around the globe. Below, you will find a variety of bounty tables with targets, dates, times, and platforms. We highly recommend joining these streams to meet their said, meet said targets and to have some fun in their chats. As a note, this bounty will also be split between Crucible and Gambit. 
Each participating community member will announce which mode they are playing at the top of the of their playtime. So tune in and find out. So here we have uh, the North American uh, for North America, the Bungie Bounty. Um, on November 8th, we're going to have uh, Leopard Stealth. We're going to have our Man Amaze. Uh, Leopard Stealth at 10 a.m. Pacific on PC. Amaze is 12 p.m. Pacific on console. My and freaking fall, damn Amaze. Yeah, and Fall Plays will be 3 p.m. Pacific on PC. So that's for November 8th. November 12th, yeah. Miss Ken yep, Miss Kenner will be at... Um, will be on the Bungie Bounty at 8 p.m. Pacific on PC. On November 13th will be Sir Demetrius at 2 p.m. Pacific on PC and Lock and Load Live at 4 p.m. Pacific on PC. November 14th will have FPS Crystal 8 a.m. Pacific on PC and Gamer Girl Grey at 11 a.m. Hell yes, my fam, Gamer Girl Grey. I, I'm so proud of her. I freaking... Oh my God! I'm so proud of her. She is. She has gone so freaking far. Oh That's man, awesome. I That's freaking really love. Cool. Yes. Yep. My bad. Uh, <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, Jay Sniperton will be on November 19th at 8 p.m. Pacific on console. So those are the North American um, times uh, for and dates. United Kingdom is also going to get into it, and in that we have uh, on November 11th. We have more console at 11 a.m. Pacific time, and he'll be on console. Of course, more console will be on console. Uh, in France, we're going to have uh, on November 10th, uh, Don, Don Frill at 11 a.m. Pacific on console. And on November 16th, uh, Giando at 11 a.m. Pacific on console. I'm sure I butchered that name. Uh, Germany, November 9th, is going to be XT Dust. X on 10 a.m. Pacific on console and PC. And November 10th is going to be Phil at 9 a.m. Pacific on console. Then we got uh, Italy uh, chiming in. On November 16th is going to be Giorno Gaming at 10 a.m. Pacific on PC. November 17th will be Elite Gaming on 12 p.m. Pacific on console. November 19th will be Lorenzo Divis at 12 p.m. Pacific on console. Next up is Spain. On November 11th, they're going to have the Daiquiri at 12 p.m. Pacific on PC. Uh, November 17th is going to be Susbane. <laughs> I can't pronounce it. 10 a.m. Pacific on PC. November 18th is going to be Colossus, 10 a.m. Pacific on PC. Uh, the Nordics, uh, Norwegian region. November 9th is going to be Mishi at 10:30 a.m. Pacific on PC. Poland is getting in the act on November 12th is going to be Eno at 9 a.m. Pacific on PC. November 13th is going to be CTSG at 8 a.m. Pacific on PS5. November 19th is going to be Kinga Kujawasa. Kujawasa. I can't pronounce that. Kujawaska. Auska. Kujawaska at 11 a.m. Pacific. And I apologize for butchering your name on PC. On um, Russia. November 8th is going to be Triple Wipe at uh, 8.30 a.m. Pacific on PC. November 9th is going to be Igor Belkin uh, at 10 a.m. Pacific on PC and console. November 10th is going to be Lopin 3112 at 8 a.m. Pacific on PC. November 12th is going to be Samiro at 6 a.m. Pacific on PC. Middle East. Next is going to be November 9th, Fancy ADC at 10 a.m. Pacific uh, which is 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Saudi time on PC. 
November 11th is going to be Fazlene at 80 a.m. Pacific um, on console. And then finally is going to be the APAC. Um, I believe that's Pacific, um, uh, the, the uh, Eastern, I think, Pacific, if I'm not mistaken. Um, at 3 3 a.m. Pacific is going to be on November 12th, on Onihe on console. Uh, November also on November 12th at 40 4 a.m. Pacific is a Japanese name that I cannot I can't I don't know Japanese but they're gonna be on PC at 4 a.m. Pacific uh say say Larry is gonna be at 5 a.m. Pacific also on November 12th on PC and then finally on November 12th is gonna be Jinx at 12 a.m. Pacific on console so they're going to say good luck to all those who are in the hunt with a combination of luck and skill. You could find yourself claiming one of these bounties and claiming the rare emblem as a reward. Only time will tell. So there's a lot of opportunities to get these emblems, you know, for people all over the world. So I think that's really cool that they're uh, including everybody. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was I was just waiting for you to pronounce the November 12th uh, name. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't. know. I know. I was waiting. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I, I can't read that language. <laughs> um, so, but uh, everybody can see the corresponding times to your time zone and uh, location. So, yeah, everybody can get ready and geared up for that. And the first one starts November 8th, looks like, as soon as November 8th. So that's uh, that's Monday, actually. So. Awesome. Uh, next up is Heroes Welcome. Uh, earlier this week, we put on a question. Put out a question on social media. Where are the most? Where? What are the most heroic Destiny Two moments you've experienced? Do you have any fond memories of times where you were in a fire team member save the day moments before wiping in a nightfall? How about something Crucible related, like a massive kill streak that saved your team from a loss? Gambit is up for grabs too. Whether it be a teammate melting the boss or taking out an invader. Whatever your story may be, all heroes welcome. Shoot us a tweet tagged with D2 Hero Stories. We'd love to use them to inspire new players as they join the Destiny 2 journey uh, for the first time. Uh, if you have video screenshots or art, be sure to include them that they, they go on to say. So that's pretty cool. So everybody can tweet out that they're, uh, they're D2 uh, stories, hero stories. Um, you guys have any hero stories that you think you're going to be, uh, submitting to this at all? Uh, I might, I, I might, uh, like quote tweet it. Um, yeah. it was when, um, I was with, uh, two other fire team members and we get to, uh, it, it was the, it was the GM, uh, festering core. Um, Oh, it was where um, that's D one. Wait, oh, festering core. Yeah, yeah that's the one in, in D two. It's GM. It's, it, 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 but it since that, oh, since okay. that, yeah, since that map got like uh, sunset it, you can't no longer do that GM. So, um, it's yeah, I'll probably quote you in the video. But oh, uh, that's right, that was the strike that they they sunset <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wasn't yeah, even around that long. <laughs> yeah, it was on uh. It was that map. Um, it was on Nessus, it, wasn't it? 
Yeah. Or no, was, IO. Yeah. It was on IO. That's right. Yeah, it was, it was on IO. Along that's with right. We, yeah, because we don't have IO in the game anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't have IO in the game. So uh, my two fire team members died, and I fought this boss for 30 minutes by myself. <laughs> oh man! It, it, it was uh, it was, it was me, an old friend of mine, and of course, you know, a uh, silver spear. She, they, oh yeah, silver spear. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, they died, so I had to fight this boss for like thirty minutes, and I was just bowing him. And one of my uh, my ray sounds is me screaming, uh, "Let's go, baby, woo!" And then like, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what that sound comes from because that was a legendary moment that uh, I was just on stream, just scared out of my mind. I was going to get sniped, but I didn't because this, this boss was just shooting a bunch of bull at me. And like at the time, I had to deal with the Cyclops too. They, 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 they one shot you. Like I just couldn't let him get me. So, like, um, it's kind of sad that yeah. uh, I, didn't, I didn't get like that full bot, but. It it was it was just crazy that you know like uh people seeing me clutch that out and and I was mind blown myself and that's and I guess that's that's another thing that got me into like trying to do solo GMs is because of that moment too so so it was it was more like those hero moments and you know we I end we end up and we obviously needed it for the conqueror title so I I I just I just did not quit. That's that's one thing when I'm in this situation, I am zoned in. Like I'm going to get this done. There there is no second option unless I do just like die and then you know. That's it. But like that's I guess that's what my hero moment is at the moment. That's really cool. That's awesome. I don't I don't think I ever, I, other than just going flawless when I was uh, solo matchmaking, and that's the first time I've ever been flawless in uh D2. So I guess, you know, that was kind of a hero moment for me <laughs> in a way. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> um, I just felt like I had to beat the odds because I've, I've tried so many times before. And and then I'm able to go flawless in two weeks in a row. So, I mean, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of proud of that, I guess, a little bit. Um, Pretty cool. Yeah. What about you, Cornelio? Anything you got? Any heroic moments? Uh, heroic moments. Wow. Um, I'm sure I've had a couple. Um, I think that um, there was one time when I played Trials, right? And you know I'm not really good at Trials. And it just so happened that both of my team members died. And I had to, like, clutch it. And somehow... I was able to kill two guardians and I, I can never do that normally. And I was able to shotgun one and then like punch the other and we won the match. And I act, that was the last round too. So that was a pretty cool moment to be able to do that, even though it did feel like kind of a one-off event. Um, I would also say that I was really proud when I got my shadow title because I think that that was a time in Destiny where I played a lot of really difficult endgame content that I normally would not find myself doing. 
But not only that, I was really proud of the fact that I very much took on the Sherpa role where I was helping the entire team to strategize and stay alive until the very end. And being able to get multiple teams through it on multiple weeks, like that was a really cool thing for me to be able to do in Destiny. And it's not something I get to experience very often, but it was a proud moment for me to be able to take on that Sherpa role that I normally wouldn't have the opportunity to take on. And then also doing that flawless uh, Crown of Sorrow. That was the very first flawless raid that I've ever done. And that was the only one that I've ever done. And just being able to do that, being able to achieve that, it definitely felt like a test of skills. And my hands were shaking till the very end. You know, like being able to get through the part where with the jumping puzzles, getting through multiple waves of bosses and then finally getting to the last boss and you're like on that last encounter where you have to shoot the hands on both sides and it was scary and exhilarating and like really cool at the same time to, and then finally to get that completed it was really cool nice that's awesome okay so continuing on uh it's uh, Prime Gaming Rewards are back. Um, and uh, it looks like they have uh, a new set here. Um, we got the uh, Cup of Tea Exotic Emote, uh, the Grateful Crane Exotic Sparrow, uh, the Intrepid Shell Exotic Ghost Shell, and there's also a legendary ship called the Technical Meltdown. And it said, if you're interested in owning the above listed items, make sure to sign up for Prime Rewards and stop by their prime gaming guide for steps on how to sign up. Uh, Player Sport has got your back. Looks so like there's a new community, another new community manager. Yep. Uh, plus one again. Uh, they go on to say it's not every day that we get to introduce a new member of the community team to our fans, but it seems that we are on a two-twob streak. Last week, Hippie joined our ranks to help bolster our efforts in serving a wild, worldwide community. Today, we are introducing you to Sam, also known as Queen Bartley in many social spaces. And although her home state is cold and dark, her heart is warm as ever. She will be tackling feedback, writing bugs and blogs, and doing all the things you would expect from our community team. And here's a little bit about herself straight from her own keyboard. Uh, so Sam goes on to say, hi, Guardians. My name is Sam, and I am excited to be the next Guardian joining the Bungie community team. Bungie captured my gaming heart back in 2001 with Halo and has helped introduce me to so many in incredible humans, including my best friends and my husband. My job here is to share your thoughts, dreams, and ideas with the team while tirelessly searching for a way to convince the dev team to use some space magic and put my full auto hawk saw from Destiny 1 in my vault. They're going to say, I am so stoked to be here and alongside all of you, whether it be in the tower, having a dance party or in the fire team, whether you're reviving me for the 30th time in the corrupted. And as a warlock main, not sorry. I have a feeling Liana and I will be giggling into the darkness together every time we have to do a jumping puzzle. I cannot wait to chat with all of you more. While it may be a bit before she writes her first twab, she already has some advantages with how much time she spends in destiny among the community. If you see her in patrol, do not hesitate to emote and give her a warm welcome. It bears repeating, Cosmo and I will not be going anywhere anytime soon. 
We're excited to double our team in size to tackle the everyday challenges of community management with player base as large as Destiny's. So congratulations to you, yeah. uh, Huge Sam. congrats to Sam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's she's really awesome. And <laughs> and I think that, you know, I couldn't think of a better Sick, person to another community manager. have this awesome uh, position. So, yeah, excited to see all the positive changes that she will bring to the Destiny universe. And huge congrats to Sam, a.k.a. Miss Queen Bartley. Queen Bartley. Yeah. Uh, so the next uh, thing up is uh, hot fixes. Um, they have some hot fix in the works from hot fix 3.1. I'm sorry, 3.3.1.3. On Tuesday, November 9th, Destiny 2 is scheduled to undergo maintenance and preparation for Destiny 2 hot fix 3.3.1.3. Below is a timeline of events. And please note that times may subject to change during the maintenance period. So you guys all know the drill. They take it down, you know, the maintenance will begin, everybody's removed from activities, and then the the, the hotfix rolls out, and then everybody, the maintenance include, uh, concludes. So um, we all know pretty much, we're, we're, we're no strangers to the uh, to the hotfixes here in Destiny, you know, to less still break in the game every now and then, you know. Um, they say that in addition to the hotfix 3.3.3.1.3, uh, taking extended downtime. They will also be taking extended downtime on November 16th and November 30th. Um, so, you know, be prepared. Everybody should be prepared for that. Bungie happen. is shutting down for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, so be prepared. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I should, I should just mention that this is an extended period. So, yeah, 5:45 a.m. Pacific time on uh, November 9th, Destiny players will be removed from all activities. So. You may want to make sure you get all your stuff done before that time because you probably won't be able to log back on until after reset. Uh, or right at reset, actually, it says, at 9 a.m. Pacific time, which will be 12 p.m. here Eastern. And I'm sure that takes an account for um, daylight savings times because I think we're um, winding the clocks back this weekend. Um, so the new reset time looks like will be 12 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Or 9 a.m. Pacific. Mm -hmm. So take note of that. There's also some other known issues that can be read here in the TWAB. We're not going to like go through all them, but people can read them at their leisure. Looks like Telesto's bolts sometimes stick around after detonating. So look at Telesto still breaking the game. Yep, I tell <laughs> you, uh, uh, Telesto is an S plus tier gun. You cannot change my mind. This this gun has broke. So many things in this game. I'm just, just I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm just gonna just give you that. That. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have the movies of the week. Always a good, uh, good time. Always um, good to showcase some people, and I, I love that they actually do that. Like every week, you know, I usually check out people. Like, man, you actually did this, and especially people who are who I don't know that be on there. Like, you know, like I could at least check out their content. Like, man, oh wow, you're a fire. Um, Oh, yeah. I just love the creativity of people. Um... Yeah, the um, the it's a, the first one is a triple golden gun versus the corrupted grandmaster boss, and oh I think my they God. they just wipe that boss like they just all fire their guns off like in one yeah, moment. And, 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 just... and that's why that's why um, you know, some people really do sleep on golden gun and GMs like that's and it, 
might it, I might have a, to start might have to start pulling it out. Might have to oh, tell everybody yeah. to use it. Like, it, yeah, like, like how they survived like without a well or anything like that. You know, to the end. That's that's well, impressive. it's it's not the. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, like you know, just being smart about their engagements and stuff like that. And you know, because I know some people just do not. I think the reason why they sleep on because you know, like uh, uh, hunters with like Aminoculus are just like such a way safer way to do things and you know yeah and and they think that like golden gun is just this inferior subclass when celestial nighthawk to me is just 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 so good in my it does opinion so much damage yeah. yeah yeah like for sure mm-hmm uh, so we have the, the artists of the week next um the first piece of art is really cool it's uh Sabathun. Uh, it's uh, called the Sister of Shapes. Um, that is an amazing uh, piece of art right there. That looks incredible. Um, so uh, that is uh, Julian Julian A. Felona, and they're on Twitter at Element J Twenty One, and that is an awesome piece of art. Um, the, the next piece is a Hunter cosplay um, that looks uh, really cool, holding a sunshot. And that's uh, at Comic Con eight thirty one as well. So, big shout outs uh, to the uh, artists of the week there. Uh, so the last thing is uh, DMG closing out with light the fires. Um, he goes on to say that so a few people have reminded me that our thirtieth anniversary pack and a slick new hunter set with a yellow beanie is releasing less than five weeks. It's already November. What? I can't keep track of where the time is going. Whatever happened to 2020? It feels like just yesterday I was stuffing ridiculous amounts of bread into my mouth for charity. That was ages ago. Is, po is it possible that eating bread makes time go faster? The next few twabs should be a fun time. We'll have more details on the upcoming trials labs, a kickoff of the sandbox conversations and preparations for the December patch and more. Until next time, I'll be capping the zones on Iron Banner. See you in the wild. Cheers, DMG. And that is your twab for this week. So. Yeah, lots of um, lots of cool things here. Um, it's really cool yeah. that so. a lot of awesome content creators got some really great recognition. We have Amaze. We have Gamer Girl Grey. We have uh, Mrs. Queen Bartley joining Bungie. So, so cool. Lots of cool stuff there, and uh, we do have a tradition on the show where we rate the Bungie Weekly Update in the form of spicy tuna rolls between 1 and 5. And as our guest, Sabe, do you want to kick things off? How would you rate this week's Bungie Weekly Update in the form of spicy tuna rolls? Oh, five. <laughs> Um, they actually listen to, uh, I mean, like, they always listen to the community, but the fact that, like, they reverted that, uh, reverted the thing, I mean, reverted based on, um, player feedback and data. Um, the fact that, um, because I read some of the 12 and, um, you know, obviously more bug fixes. Like, I like how, like, Bungie is always on top of, like, their updates and their changes and stuff like that. And, you know, appealing to the community more because like um i mean they always did but like in like like in such a fast pace now like because some people don't know the difference and <clears throat> compared to like back in the day where we had to like i mean back in the 
of this year when we had to deal with the whole, you know, stasis being just just this god tier type of thing, and then we didn't get really like so much of a uh not an answer till after, but yeah, that's that's why I gave it uh my five. So very cool. And Shadow Price, what about you? Uh I'm not giving it a five. Um <laughs> I have a, I have one glaring issue where is, you know, uh, our man here, he like praised it. And I, you know, I respect that and everything, yep, that's but I'm giving it a two um, because because <laughs> I think I, I, I don't like that they abandoned it so early without tweaking some things without just mm-hmm. like saying like you know, okay, maybe we can tweak the matchmaking a little bit. Maybe we can have separate pools of people and not put them all like, you know, like how the wins are stacked, you know, and things like that. They could have like, they could have tweaked those settings a little bit, I feel like. And I feel like this was just too much of a, you know, okay, rip it off. You know, it didn't work at all. Like, but without kind of like testing it more or anything like that, you know, and I just, I don't know. I didn't like it. I, I thought it was kind of a cop out a little bit. Um, and uh, but everything else I thought was great in the in the TWAB. But I just I that was I had a problem with that. I had a little bit of problem reading through it and everything. Just like, yep. So I'm giving it a two. Wow. Tough crowd from Shadow Price. <laughs> OK, so. Uh, man. I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a five. Here's why. I think that it's really awesome that Bungie is recognizing so many great content creators all around the world. And I think that alone gives them a lot of uh, brownie points in my book. They're giving love to so many great content creators. Some of our great friends in the community between Amaze, Gamer Girl Grey, and so many other content creators who we don't even know about, right? Like all around the world, and they're getting their moment to contribute to the community, to engage with the community, and to help make the game a more fun place for all of us. So I think these are all great things all throughout the month of November. Mm-hmm. They have organized so many great things here. We have, what else? Prime rewards, I mean, yeah, you know, whatever. Like that's, we get those. Uh, plus one, Sam. Sam getting the new position as the community uh, manager. Like, that's so, so awesome. And she is such a well-deserving person for this position. And that just means that they're able to get more feedback from the community about, you know, stuff. Um, could they have given a certain change more than one week of time to test and tweak? Maybe, sure. I don't know enough about it and I don't really play enough trials to really make that judgment call. So I can't really count that against them. I played it and I, I think they should have gave it longer. <laughs> I played a bunch this, this past weekend. Okay. Actually. Well, you know, uh, we're not going to agree on every update. So, you know, this nope. is one. That and that's we'll why to... we can, that's why we can agree to disagree. <laughs> yep. And, oh yeah. Uh, no doubt. And, and the 30th anniversary pack will be coming in just five weeks. That's going to be really exciting to 
check out and play and uh, hopefully we get more information about it pretty soon. And yeah, um, so five out of five spicy tuna rolls from Cornholio and Guardians. We have come to that time where we get to wrap things up for the evening. Thank you so, so much for joining us tonight, Guardians. Sabe, mm-hmm. thank you for being our guest tonight. Thank you for joining us and sharing uh, your thank story. Thank you for having me. I mean, like, it's no problem. I mean, yeah, man, it was a blast. Uh, and uh, it was really great to hear about your story and uh, all your insights into the world of destiny. So definitely appreciate you and your time. And uh, thank you for joining us. And where can the Guardians learn more about you and what you do? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, I, I stream over uh, twitch.tv slash save double eight. Awesome. Yeah, it was just where I just uh, vibe out with chat with um, just doing helps or I'm probably just going to be soloing uh, stuff. So, you know, it's just it's, it's just what I do. So very cool. Awesome. Well, we're, we're definitely going to have to check that out and save. Um, when do you normally stream? Uh, I usually just stream from uh, right now. It's just uh, Tuesday to Fridays at uh, typically at reset. But the latest I'll probably get on is like it's 12. I, like my schedule is just like it's just flip floppy, but yeah, but usually like uh my it's just ten AM uh Pacific Standard Time, you know. Very cool. Awesome. And uh thank you so much for joining us tonight. And uh it's such a pleasure to learn more about you and your journey. And uh Shadow Price, where can we learn more about you and what you do? Uh you can find me on Twitter at ShadowPrice79 and here on the Destiny Show podcast. And you can find the Destiny Show podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and every major platform. You can find us on the web at destinyshow.com. You can find us on Twitter at The Destiny Show. And you can find us every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here at twitch.tv slash The Destiny Show. And Guardians, thank you so, so much for joining us for another episode of the Destiny Show podcast. We hope you have a great week, and we'll see you all next week. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.